Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. 720 WGN. Representative Cam Buckner is with us. And Cam, I don't think we've had a conversation since you were running for mayor of Chicago. Do you feel like you dodged one on that? or? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a tough job, and Mayor Johnson has all of my support. Uh, we want him to do well because we want Chicago to do well. So um, I, I'm happy from where I'm sitting. Good, good. Um, so tell me, like everyone else, you are hearing what is happening at Northwestern University. I sit here every day and think, if that was me, if I was one of those kids, I'd be the first kid to go to the dean, go to the president, go to the police and say, hey, you want to know what's going on? But apparently no one seems to step forward in these situations. And I think because the fear of retaliation is too strong. Yeah, the, the fear of retaliation, the fear of retribution, I think it's running all through the story. And, and Lisa, I've had some very kind of come-to-Jesus conversations with myself over the last few days about whether that 19-year-old Cam Buckner at the University of Illinois as a freshman or sophomore football player uh, would have spoke up uh, if this happened to him or someone he, he knew. Uh, and I can't, uh, you know, with honesty right now, say that I, I know that I would have uh, stepped forward and been a whistleblower because, um, you know, I, I was excited to be on campus. My parents could not pay for school. I was scared of losing my scholarship at every single turn. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so there is a power dynamic there that exists. And, and so when we talk about what the Northwestern uh, fiasco should teach us and what we should learn and what we should do moving forward, uh, we need to put in some parameters to make sure that if this does occur, uh, that there are uh, processes and procedures in place where student-athletes uh, can whistleblow, who, they can find someone to talk to who is not a coach um, and not someone who uh, they think may be coming against them. Because this is not unique to Northwestern University. It's been going on forever. I don't understand it. I, I just can't imagine why anyone thinks this is a good idea. Uh, so tell us about the student-athlete bill of rights that you're thinking about. Yeah, so a number of months ago, I began to do some work on creating a student-athlete bill of rights. And this is framed uh, after uh, some work that was done about a decade ago in the state of California that was really meant to provide some structure and some uh, resources and some rights to uh, young student-athletes. I think uh, it was the right thing to do 10 years ago. And now that I look at where we are in Illinois, I thought it was the right time for us to do this. And it really was focused on uh, gender, gender equity issues. It was focused on economic benefits, on educational benefits, on health care, some of the things that get left in the conversation when we talk about student-athletes. Uh, but after uh, the allegations surfaced last week, I thought it was really important to take a, a step back and look and see what else we can do to protect student-athletes. I think protecting them cannot just be about economics and education and equity. Uh, those things are very important, but it also has to be about their entire health and wellness and putting parameters in place so that if something does happen, if there is someone like an independent ombudsman uh, who players know and can, can reach out to, and have anonymous and confidential conversations uh, with uh, about the culture of a program and things that may be going on in locker rooms and in sports facilities that are untoward and illegal. Representative Cam Buckner is with us. We're talking about what has happened at Northwestern and what happens at many universities and 
goes undetected for years, and it's about creating a student bill of rights. This has got to extend somehow into the fraternities and the sororities as well, because most of the deaths associated with hazing come from those entities, and it's based on alcohol consumption. Um, Is there anything in there that covers that as well? I I guess that's more done outside of, you know, a a student-athlete program, but nonetheless, they're still on campus or associated with it. Yeah, so this this would be specifically... Um, targeted uh, for uh, college athletes, but you make a very good point, Lisa. We we got to begin to have conversations about uh, some of those things that go on uh, in in the Greek letter organizations and in the, the Hellenic Panhellenic world um, uh, within these universities as well. Uh, hazing is illegal in the state of Illinois. I just want to be very clear about that. It is already the, the law, uh, but we know that uh, the law is not always followed. It's not paid attention to always, and so. Um, on top of asking the schools to do more um, and asking the state to do more, but I'm also um, asking uh, in this legislation for the NCAA to do more. We, we very often hear about the NCAA suspending somebody for substance abuse or suspending um, someone because they took an improper benefit, but you almost never hear about the NCAA suspending somebody for hazing um, because, to me, they have not taken hazing or, uh, in the case of Northwestern, I think this, this goes beyond hazing. I think it's sexual assault. They have not taken this very seriously. Uh, as, the, as the parent organization um, that has compliance uh, regulation over the, the, the member schools uh, within the NCAA, they've got to do a better job as well. Representative uh, Coach Fitzgerald says he was not aware of this and that, um, th- that he did not know it was going on. Is that a valid excuse? And what would your legislation do if it comes to criminalizing uh, responsibility, if not awareness. Well, I'll, I'll say this. Um, I want to be clear about this. I've known Patrick Jail for two decades. Um, I consider him a friend, and I know him to be a humble man. Uh, that doesn't change the fact that uh, as the head uh, of the football program, that there has to be some accountability. Uh, and I don't know whether or not he knew about it, but I know that uh, he probably should have. Uh, and there should have been someone who knew about it who could have stopped this uh, before it became uh, kind of embedded in, in the culture of that program, which it seems like it may have. Um, you know, we can have conversations about culpability, about accountability, about whether or not there needs to be some criminal or and or civil liability. liability. Uh, we haven't gotten there yet. Part of what we're doing right now is we parse out the last pieces of the legislation. It's looking to see, um, you know, who is the mandate reporter, what type of, uh, processes and procedures are in place to deal with these issues, and, and you may be surprised to know uh, they don't really exist today, which is really the, the, the reason that we need to do something of this magnitude to move forward, but um, you know, it's shame on us if we don't learn from what we're, uh, what's happening to us today. Uh, yeah, I would, I would have thought that we would have learned from what happened at Wheaton College in 2016. You know, something similar in a football program, and you think that would have put the fear of God into other leaders of universities and programs that they don't want to experience that. So there are people that, you know, and I find Pat Fitzgerald to be an amazing person too, but there are those that say whether he knew or didn't know, it's still his responsibility. Therefore, it means that he is no longer employed. Yeah, this is true. And, and um, Lisa, I actually had forgotten about uh, the, the Whedon issue um, a number of years back. Uh, I think the reason that this Northwestern situation is is gaining so much momentum and it's such a big deal uh, is because this is one of the, the larger programs in the country. 
Um, you know, most people in, in the in the country can't tell you where we've been in all years. Some people here can't tell you that. Uh, but this is a, a top-tier program um, uh, in the Big Ten Conference that has a lot of national publicity, a lot, a lot of national spotlight that plays on national television every single Saturday. Uh, and so I, I'm hoping that whatever comes of this, uh, it is a loud enough bell for us, loud, loud enough nudge for us to change the way we operate. That's my hope, too. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Have a great day. Representative Cam Buckner.